Welcome to this week's edition of Dork Side of the Ring. It's the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated, it is celebrated. I am Matt Marbury. With me at the table, Adam Tollefson. I have seen the devil. I have met the devil. And dude, you are not that. Yeah. Got me hyped, man. Both of those guys. That's in my notes about, I mean, each of their promos were fire. Yep. And I liked the fact that it wasn't like a back and forth. It was MJF had his early in the show. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he wasn't there. He was like on a set somewhere. Probably the fucking Von Eric movie. Um, I thought it was like some sort of like Bleacher Report podcasty type thing oh, or okay. something like that. But he does that too. Um, but then, you know, an hour later we get Mox in the ring with Regal. And I just, I don't know. I like, I liked the way they did that. It was very cool. Yeah, I like that too. Definitely awesome. Well, if you guys would be awesome as well, and check out our Instagram, our Twitter, if that's still around. <laughs> I think Twitter's about done. People aren't happy with Mr. <laughs> Musk. I know. <laughs> uh, but anyways, at Dorkside OTR is where you can find that. Um, give us a rating, a review, anything you can do to help the show. It would uh, it would mean a lot to us if you could... Uh, could do that but as we sit down at the table it's episode 138 it is november 16th 2022 and on this day in pro wrestling history 1961 dale lewis and pat kennedy defeat hard-boiled haggerty and bob geigel for the AWA World Tag Team title in Rochester, Minnesota. Uh, Haggerty held the belts with... Wait a minute. Did I do this one last week? I don't think so. Okay. I, I've never heard hard-boiled before. Okay. <laughs> you know... <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of scrambling uh, <laughs> Steve Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> the first one last week was a name like that. Oh, yeah. It, or it might have been the week before. Yeah, we were laughing at some of the old-timey names. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> hard-boiled Haggerty. <laughs> All right, hard-boiled Haggerty and Bob Geigel. I'm just going to start this one over. 1961, Dale Lewis and Pat Kennedy defeat hard-boiled Haggerty and Bob Geigel for the AWA World Title in or World Tag Team Titles in Rochester, Minnesota. Uh, Haggerty held the belts with Gene Kaniski, but when the team broke up, Haggerty defeated Kaniski in a singles match. And then got to select Bob Geigel as his new partner. Oh, wow. I want your thoughts on this. Because we always see, you know, the, the tag team breaks up. It costs them the title. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you cost us the belts. You know, now we're breaking up. How about you break up during your run? I like that. And then you have a fucking blood feud. And then the winner gets to pick a different tag yeah. partner to take the belts. Yes. What, okay. Yeah, that's that's great, actually. I really like that booking. Bring that back. <laughs> yeah. 1992, the Sandman defeats Don Morocco for the ECW, at that time, Eastern Championship Wrestling mm. heavyweight title in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Sandman would go on to become the only five-time heavyweight champion in ECW history. Nice. 
Sandman's a guy that doesn't get enough love in like the figure world. How many does he have? Well, he doesn't have a Mattel, period. No. So that means he's gone at least 11 years without a figure. Okay. Um, I'm, I feel like he might have like an FTC figures toy company. Maybe he has, uh, I'm sure he has some jacks. Yeah. But yeah, nothing in my collection. I would love a Sandman figure. Yeah. We saw him in Madison. Yeah. That was a wild show. That was a wild <laughs> when show. When you think about all the back. people. Yeah. yeah. 1994 WCW held clash of the champions 29 in Jacksonville, Florida. Some results from the show. Johnny B. Bad defeated Honky Tonk Man by disqualification hmm. after Honky Tonk wrapped his guitar around Johnny B. Bad's head. As he does. Hacksaw Jim Duggan defeated Stunning Steve Austin by DQ after Vader attacked Duggan. And Hulk Hogan, Sting, and Dave Sullivan yes. defeated The Butcher, Avalanche, and Kevin Sullivan. With Mr. T as the guest referee. I remember this. <laughs> you do? I feel like the Selk, the Selk oh, boys got sure. it. Or Well, this was on free TV. Clash sure, of the Champions. But I was... wasn't watching WCW at my house. Yeah. If I was over there, I would. Well, yeah. What is that? 94? For sure. Yeah. Um, Dave Sullivan. Remember he was like the uh, dolt brother yeah. of Kevin Sullivan. Was he, he was like dyslexic or something? Something was up with him. So they dressed him up in like Hulkamania gear and he was like Hogan's little buddy. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And then the butcher was that Brutus Beefcake? Yes. Okay. That's how it all started. Um, Beefcake was a massman that took out Hogan's leg, and then revealed that he was the butcher, and they're starting like the Dungeon of Doom or whatever it was. Oh, good times. <laughs> Mr. T is the guest referee, though. I don't remember that. Yeah, but that's interesting. That's kind of what threw me for a loop there too. Yeah. Nineteen ninety six, ECW held their November to Remember event. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, at the ECW Arena, the Blue World Order debuted at this show. Um, also, before the world title match, Taz called out Sabu. Mm. The two hadn't been in a ring together in over a year. When Sabu got in the ring, the lights went out, and when they came back on, both men were just gone. And then that sets up the main event for Barely Legal, which was their first ever pay-per-view. So that was their, oh. their lead into that. Gotcha. Anyway. 1996, same day, WWF Hall of Fame inductions were held at the Marriott in New York City. This would be the last induction ceremony until WWE revived the Hall of Fame in 2004. Inducted at this ceremony, Captain Lou Albano, Killer Kowalski, Baron Mikel Secunia, I don't know, Hmm. Johnny Valiant and his brother Jimmy Valiant. Johnny Rods, Pat Patterson, Vincent J. McMahon, Sr., and Jimmy Superfly Snooka. One of them for sure killed somebody. <laughs> yeah. Maybe more. We Maybe don't know. More. <laughs> and I'm not talking Killer Kowalski, <laughs> right. ironically. Yeah. Somehow he's innocent. Yeah. 1998, Juventud Guerrero defeats Billy Kidman for the WCW Cruiserweight title in Mit- Wichita, Kansas starting his third and final reign as champion. 2000, WCW presented Millennium Final. Oh, boy. From the Arena Oberhausen in Oberhausen, Germany. Interesting. Uh, This is the final international pay-per-view put on by WCW. Mm -hmm. The event was never released for North American audiences. Oh, wow. And remains of 
one of about a dozen pay-per-views not available on the WWE Network. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Alex Wright and General Hugh G. Rection defeated. <laughs> <laughs> well, how over was Alex Wright there? In Germany, right? He was Das Wunderkid, right? Well, that's why they that's, that's why, why they there. beat Jindrak and O'Hare to win the tag titles. <laughs> you don't ever change titles on a, on a uh, European pay-per-view unless you're Das Wunderkid. Um. What else was on that show? Oh, Sting defeated Kevin Nash to win the European Cup. What that? Mm. That would have looked really nice and big, yeah. sexy trophy case. Kevin Nash still talking about that one. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. He's probably talking about his payday. It's probably fairly large, so yeah. he doesn't give yeah. a rip. 2003, WWE ran... Their Survivor Series pay-per-view in Dallas, Texas at the American Airlines Arena. Uh, widely regarded as a great show. couple results. Team Angle defeated Team Lesnar. Okay. Uh, Team Bischoff defeated St- Team Austin, even though neither, one, neither Stone Cold or Bischoff were actually in the match. Uh, Kane defeated Shane McMahon in an ambulance match. Goldberg retains the World Heavyweight Championship over Triple H. And Vince McMahon defeats The Undertaker in a Buried Alive match. Wow. I wonder who helped out McMahon. (laughs) No, come on. He did it on his own. (laughs) No fuckery. I was training, pal. Um, That would be Taker's last match until WrestleMania 20 the following year. So that kind of starts, 03, that kind of starts his... Once a year. I mean, maybe not. Maybe that's just a little hiatus. Because if you think about it, like Rumble 94, he's done He's done until Mania. That's not that much further. Yeah. You take breaks here and there. You do. Maybe it does come a little later. Yeah, it's weird. Wrestling time is weird, right? Yes. We talk about it with the Retro Raw Review all the time. We do it all, all the, the time. time. We're like, You're I like, can't believe that a few short months from now, this is going to happen yes. or that's going to happen. It's bizarre sometimes. It is. One year later, 2004, at a SmackDown taping in Dayton, Ohio, John Cena defeats Carlito mm. to win the U.S. title. That's cool. That's cool. 2006, in Beijing, China, Mia Yim defeats Evil East to win the Shine Championship. Uh, on the same show, Johnny Gargano defeated Ricochet to win the Dragon Gate Open Freedom Gate Championship. Hmm. And now they're all in the WWE except for... Eva And She's like an NWA or something, I think. Yeah, she had Impact, a little stint maybe? in AEW, and I think she had a bad run-in with Thunder Rosa. Oh, that's right. Which I've heard about. There's the so. rumors of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, 2008, former WWE champion Brock Lesnar... Captured the UFC Heavyweight Championship, defeating Randy Couture in the second round via TKO in Las Vegas during the main event of UFC 91. So he's the first and only um, athlete to win their biggest prize as well as WWE's biggest prize and New Japan Pro Wrestling's biggest prize. Right, right. Pretty crazy. Nice little Birthdays. Three, three, Pete. Uh, Birthdays. None. There's, no. There was not one uh, person on this list. Not I even right. scoured the local guys this week. I kind of liked last week having a couple yeah, of Yeah, that was fun. Boys. I like that, too. <laughs> yeah, no, none to speak of. It's now time for the Retro Raw Review. We 
We are at the Rupp Arena in Lexington, Kentucky. This is the November 16th, 1998 episode. We got Fallout from Survivor Series. Did you catch Survivor Series? Deadly Games. It's a deadly game. No, I didn't. Oh, it's a deadly game. I watched it. You can tell because I know the theme song. Is that the theme song? Yeah, they kept playing it. I yeah. thought there was like some 80s song I didn't know about or something. It had a very 80s like striper feel to it or something. But Head games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll run it down real quick. So Deadly Games, one night tournament. Uh, first round was 10 minute time limit matches, which I liked because they said only winners advance. If you get a double count out or if it goes the distance, nobody's advancing. So you knew there was going to be at least one or two of those. those. Um, We're going to start things out right off the bat, right on Jump Street with um, Mick Foley, Mankind's mystery opponent, Adam. Oh, yeah, that's right. So Mick comes out first. Then Vince McMahon comes out. He gets the old readers out. And um, he has a proclamation. And I have some audio. I laid cable and sable. (laughs) (laughs) IIT. The mystery opponent to square off against mankind. This legend. Do you know who it is, Adam? I do. How'd you do that? You cheated. They talk about it. Over the course of the next six years. The next night they did? This charismatic superstar boasted. A one-loss record that set new standards here in the WWF. Who do you think, JR? Unfortunately, seeking more opposition on his own caliber, this natural athlete jumped ship to the WCW. (laughs) Whoa! Who is it? And after suffering a massive shoulder injury, this cornerstone of... The World Wrestling Federation has been sidelined for the past two years. With his career on the line, he fought back with resilience, dreaming of this triumphant return to the ring here tonight. Therefore, without further ado, allow me to introduce to you, currently, the coach of the Pasadena Chargers, the man, the myth, Dwayne Gill. <laughs> oh, maybe not. What is he? Dwayne Gill. So he went to. Oh, he was, <laughs> at the end of that, Lawler goes, "Hey, I know him. That's Dwayne Gill." <laughs> First, he was a he was a coach somewhere. Apparently, okay. So they say they say, uh, yeah, whatever it is. Uh, the whatever it was chargers so i just looked that up jr goes i just looked that up king that is a middle school football team <laughs> and then okay so the wcw stuff that's gilberg right yeah okay okay <laughs> oh no gilberg's in ww is gilberg in wcw i don't know i can't imagine him going for that do you mm, i thought yeah i'm not sure i'll have to check that out because 
You think he? Wise. You think he went over to WCW just to be Dwayne Gill or like does he jobbers? Because they weren't really doing jobbers anymore. I know it's kind of know? over enhancement matches. Sorry. Well, they said that he's been out of action for two years, and I can't see him doing Gilbert two years ago. So maybe Gilbert comes up later. Must be. That's what I well, think. 98. That's what I think. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, it's funny, though, because before Vince McMahon took the stick, the crowd is chanting hard for HBK. Okay. HB, like, they think they know. Yeah. And there's signs and shit, and it's not <laughs> fucking HBK. So who did you think it was? H. No. Uh, the Val, or it was somebody. I don't know. Mm. I well, don't know. swerved you, Adam. You didn't know shit. No, I was off. <laughs> I love that you got surprised about that, too. Um, <laughs> anyways, Mankind goes through Dwayne Gill in about two seconds, as you can imagine. I should hope so. Um, Al Snow defeated Jeff Jarrett by using Head. Stone Cold Steve Austin over Boss Man by DQ. Uh, but the goal is to maim Austin. They just beat the shit out of him with a nightstick in, in order for him not to advance. Basically. Sure. Okay. Um X-Pac and Regal both get counted out, and that's going to be Austin's opponent in the next round. Okay. So McMahon's furious because now Austin's going to get a bye. So he sends Commissioner Slaughter out there to and orders the match be restarted. Mm. They get counted out again. Oh, my God. <laughs> and X-Pac just leaves at that point. Like, I guess he gets a bye. There's nothing we can do. So Austin gets a bye. <laughs> uh, very funny. Finals of the tournament, Austin, Mankind, Rock, and Undertaker. Uh, Shane McMahon ends up showing his true colors, turning on Stone Cold Steve Austin, which they did show on the Raw, which is pretty funny. He slides in to do a three count, counts the two. And then just stops then before stops he hits the three and the flips double them birds. off. Yeah. Very fun. It is pretty good. Um, Rock beats Undertaker by DQ. Kane cost him the match. And then the Rock defeated Mankind in the finals. And they really played on this whole Montreal screwjob finish. You know, you're a year later to the point where it was a sharpshooter call ring the bell mm. situation. Um, Rock is the corporate champion. Tons of fuckery on the whole show. I mean, the whole show was fucked up. Uh, and then poor Mankind, man. He was just played like a fiddle. Yep, he thought he was the lost son of McMahon. No, he's just a patsy. He is. And, but this did start like, this really kicked off the Austin Rock feud, which mm. is going to run now through Mania and for several Manias past this, you know, on and off. So. Right. All right, so now we are on the Raw, finally. We got a new open to the show this week. Did you notice oh, that? it was. Yeah. It's a new open. The old one still had, like, Bret Hart and Sid battling. Yeah, can't do that anymore. <laughs> well, they've done it for a year with them both gone. It's kind of funny. It's about time. I'm just saying. They're, they ain't there. They no haven't kidding. been. Uh, we start out with the owners, plural, of the WWF. Shane and Vince McMahon heading to the ring with their whole posse. Uh, Vince says that whoever said you can't fool all of the people all of the time, well, he was a damn fool. <laughs> he brings out his champion, the corporate champion, The Rock. He says that what he, uh, The Rock says he did what he had to do to be standing in the ring as the world champion. He didn't sell out. He got ahead. That's right. He says that fans are all trash. They're no different than the biggest piece of trash, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, why did he turn on the people, Adam? Because he never forgot the die, Rocky, die signs or the Rocky sucks chants. 
Um, and then McMahon directs everyone's attention to the Titan Tron, where he's going to have a video queued up. But instead, we see Stone Cold Steve Austin arriving to the building. Yes. Vince does show his footage after that. And they show that it was all set up. Shane was never with Austin. McMahon was just using mankind. You bastards. Crowd is going crazy for Steve, too. Dude, It's he is as big as he's ever been. Uh, Austin shows up. He's got some footage to show, too. It is Shane saying that Austin gets a crack at the title the day after Survivor Series, you know, from Raw a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Vince says that he overturned that by putting Stone Cold in the tournament. Uh, but Austin has the contract and some backup in the form of Judge Mills Lane, who says the contract is binding and we are going to get the championship match tonight on Raw. Let's get it on. Match number one, we got DX, uh, the New Age Outlaws and X-Pac. Versus the Oddities, Kurgan, Golga, and Giant Silva. And this is a six-man tag. DX get the win after uh, Shaggy 2-Dope hits Golga with an elbow off the top rope by accident. Question mark. Uh, Billy Gunn covers for the win. Headbangers then attack Road Dog on the way up the ramp. After the match, we see an irate Mankind just tearing shit up backstage. Says he wouldn't want to be in Vince McMahon's shoes tonight. And that he's coming home. And home being a boiler room that he walks into and slams the door. And then Vince McMahon dispatches Pat Patterson to go talk. Go deal with mankind (laughs) in the boiler room. (laughs) Uh, Ken Shamrock's out next to challenge Big Boss Man to a match later for the IC title. Match number two is Val Venus versus Mark Henry. China returns in this one. She distracts uh, Mark and that costs him the match. Oh, he looks so happy. He does. My girl. Uh, Val Venus gets the roll-up for the win. He recites a poem to her after the match, uh, but she just kind of powders off. She never goes down to the ringside area. Yes, or dinner, too. No sex. (laughs) It's like, whoa, Mark. (laughs) I forgot about that. Chill, Mark. Hilarious. Back to McMahon. Patterson's back, but he says he couldn't find the boiler room. (laughs) He's like, what do you mean you didn't find him down there? He's like, no, Vince, I didn't find the boiler room. <laughs> uh, Jerry Briscoe says that he knows right where the boiler room is, and then he heads off to talk to Mick. Match three, Steve Blackman and Goldust, weird pairing, uh, versus Jeff Jarrett and Blue Blazer with mm, Deborah. Interesting. Steve Blackman gets the pin on the Blue Blazer and then goes to rip the mask off, but Owen Hart attacks. Who is under that mask? I love it. I liked how the whoever was under the mask. I noticed immediately that he didn't quite the fit body Owen's type, build. Yes, but he was trying really hard. Like he was throwing <laughs> his hands up, doing the woo. Yeah, and all this. Like, the move set. Yes. was definitely uh, attempted. Yeah, it was, I appreciated that. I liked that it wasn't just a guy under the mask doing his own shit. He was trying to do Owen Hart's. Yes, shit. I dug that a lot. Uh, then, after an unsuccessful bid by Gerald Briscoe to get mankind. Vince orders all three, Sergeant Slaughter, Pat, and Jerry, to go get Mick. Uh, he doesn't need, care if they need riot gear. They better bring him to Vince. Sarge and the Stooges. Match four, Stephen Regal versus the Godfather. Godfather offers up three of Lexington, Kentucky's finest. I love how Regal's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Takes the deal. He's like, yeah, he's, he's like, normally I like to fight, but yeah, he's just like, yeah, come on. And they all walk off with him. Godfather's stunned that he took the deal. And then he quotes Archie Bunker, which I was like, well, that's an odd person to quote. Yeah, that's right. Um, 
They get to brawling. We get word that Kane is outside. He's tearing shit up out there. Oh, and the Archie quote had to be bleeped, correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, something about everybody Being, in England yes. are F words. Yes. Thanks for bringing us back to that. Well, different <laughs> no, time. Just... It confused me for a minute. I was like, what, what did it? Oh, to yeah. To quote my man, Archie Bunker. Now I remember. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus. Match five, we got Ken Shamrock versus the big boss man. And this match gets thrown out because neither man's going to listen to referee Mike Kyoto. These two came to fight, not wrestle. Vince comes down to break things up and tries to recruit Shamrock. Says he's going to offer him something Ken's never had, and that's a family. And I was surprised that Ken agrees to it. Like Shakes I thought it was the a damn hand. I thought it was a swerve. I thought he was going to like do the handshake and then like clothesline boss man or something. But yeah, no. he he joins. He's and, corporate, and he does the same. Vince does the same line that he said like last time. Like you know, you never been the sharpest, uh, <laughs> you know, knife yeah. in the drawer or whatever. It's like. <laughs> That, you're not going to get him that way. That's what I thought, too. Sure shit. Shakes the hand. <laughs> After that, we see Kane outside. He is uh, roughing up some autograph seekers. Those guys were, couldn't have been worse as actors. <laughs> hey, Kane, can we get an autograph? Like, <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, <laughs> the cops come, though, because Kane has one of them like choked up against the wall. And then all of a sudden, we see the berries and cherries, and Kane like, gets the fuck out of there. Yeah, just stumbles on down the street. Go home, Kane. You're drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Choke Simon fans again. Match six, we got Gangrel and Edge versus Animal and Draws. Oh, man. Hawk, nowhere to be found at first. This is the one, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Moments into the match, he emerges from the curtain, and he just starts climbing the Titan Tron. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, we're going for a suicide angle, Adam. Yeah. And they've... They spice it up. They bring out L Ring, who's not even a manager. Well, with, he manages DOA, yeah. Right. Not with them anymore. Yeah, he's the manager of the DOA. Yeah. They're, he's even trying to talk him down. That's they're literally trying to lo- talk him off the ledge. <laughs> yeah. And fuck, dude, with no. <laughs> they're up there, man. <laughs> and here's my thing like, this Owen Hart incident happens less than six months from now. Mm hmm. The amount of uh, fucks given to safety during this era is fucking bewildering. Oh, right. Like, dude. We've seen it all. Fire. Again, we saw a guy on fire. I yeah. Mean, I'm sure it was stunt guy, but yeah. that guy was on fire. But this, <laughs> like, there, if something would happen where they would, you Even know, fuck climbing up. up. Like, Draws didn't have there. any. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, he's free free climbing or whatever they call it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. So they're literally trying to, like, talk him down. Uh, they lose the, they lose the match doing so by count out, but I don't think anybody gives a rip at this point. Yeah, Paul Ellering's out there. Draz climbs up the Tron, and Hawk's like, "You're the last person I want to talk yeah, to." You don't son of come a bitch. up here. And then I think they were gonna try to make it look more like an accident, but it looked like Draz just fucking shoved him off the back. Yeah, of the Tron. He, it was the worst try to grab him maneuver ever. Unless it just, that's what they're just, going for. Unless they're going to be like, well, you fucking you push you me. push him because yeah. you want your, you want his spot. Yeah, or something it's like got to be that. Cause, it, <sighs> cause that's fine then if that's what they're going to do. Yeah. I don't know. This was in pretty poor taste, man. Like I said, it's going to be, Age even worse, you know, six months from now after the Owen Hart oh, incident. Oh, 100%. Did they quit doing the sting thing in WCW coming from the ceiling after Owen's accident? I'm not sure. I would imagine, but I, I really don't know. I'm, I'm be curious about that. 
Um, Sable's out next to dedicate her newly won women's championship to the fans. Uh, Shane McMahon cuts her off, says that the fans never made Sable. Vince made Sable, and he's not really wrong. Like, that is that is what happened. Yeah, who do you think was videotaping those <laughs> workout vignettes? Yeah. <laughs> a guy that Vince I laid Cable and Sable. <laughs> it's a new job, huh? Oh, I love it. All right, might as well get some shirts made up. In the meantime, some of Pro Wrestling Tees. Yeah, please do. 20% hey. off starting Black Friday, starting... Tomorrow, Friday. That's going to be, yeah, hopefully we get some sales. Hopefully we get some sizzles out of that. Um, Sable says that Shane only knows about women that he pays for. And honey, she ain't for sale. Real sassy. That's right. Back to the mankind hunt. The Stooges are in football pads and helmets. Mick gets the jump on them with a steel chair, starts beating the shit out of all three guys. And then we go... Where are we? Oh, before the championship match, Vince and Shane McMahon head to the ring along with Ken Shamrock and Boss Man. Mm -hmm. Vince is against this match happening altogether, says that it's Austin's last chance at the WWF championship, so he had better bring his A game, which I kind of like that. Did you catch the crowd interference here? No. They're like pan away quick, and you see him hauling a dude off like just on the side. I was like, damn, that, that was weird. Like... He looked like he must have got kind of far because they were not hand- farther than that guy got to Seth Rollins. That's <laughs> yeah, sure. no shit. He's the king. It's one of the best. That guy runs like 400 yards to get there. It's fucking incredible. They yeah. should have signed that guy on the spot. They should have. <laughs> I forgot about that. Anyway, sorry. That's awesome. <laughs> Match seven. It's the main event. We got The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin for the WWF Championship. And you said it before, the crowd's hot, man, and this thing had a big fight feel to it. A good match, uh, not really, but I will say they're, you know, they're brawling on the outside for most of it, and the crowd is eating that shit up. Yeah. Like, they're loving it. Mankind shows up to try to get to Vince, but Boss Man and Shamrock do a number on him. Uh, there was a great sequence in the match with them countering, like, the stunner gets countered into an almost rock bottom. Yes. That gets pushed off and like almost gets countered in the stunner. Eventually, Austin does hit the stunner. But then Shamrock pulls out the ref. Yeah. Hebner gets pulled out. The Undertaker then heads down with a shovel, doing his best Joey Avalon. Um, <laughs> hits Steve with it. And just like that, the match is over due to a disqualification. Goes for a second hit, but Paul Bear even said that's yeah, enough. Yeah, he stops it. He's like, that's yeah. enough, Taker. Um, Austin wins, but the rock is still your champion and we got a little extra attitude. And these are the kind of extra attitudes. I think we're going to see a lot of going forward. It's just kind of Austin clearing everybody out, dropping everybody with a stunner beers, him and Hebner drink beers. I did love the Hebner beers thing. I was waiting for him to stun Hebner, but it never so happened. Was I. So was I, um, sign of the times. Now you're worried what you're going to say, if it's going to become a drop or not. We want Hillbilly Jim. Yes, that's in my notes, too. Uh, (laughs) Dennis Rabbit is my dad. I don't know who Dennis Rabbit is or why you would make a giant sign of it, but I liked it. Hi, Mom. Ronald is drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's Dennis Uh, Rabbit related. Owen is a dingleberry. One or two of these might have been on Survivor Series, too, because I count that. Okay. Yeah, I'm good with that. Uh, I'd rather be in Austin. Eat more pussy. It's a giant sign. <laughs> graffiti uh, oldest time, dude. I feel like that's indeed some confused or something. The last one I got, I really like the creativity, true creativity of this one. 
The sack says, know your damn toes. <laughs> oh, that's really good. I'd sign that guy up. You can write for me for, you know, my talk show or something. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Next up, it's time to go into the dorkness. It's a news segment. It's a part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. All right. There is actually quite a bit of stuff to talk about here. Um, Pro Wrestling Tees, they got another bobble brawler up. That Sting one sold out extremely fast. Next up is Orange Cassidy. And like the Britt Baker and the Sting, he's limited to 360 pieces. I think there was like 50 left or something. I saw, I saw 50. Yeah, yesterday they, they did say 50 left. So hop on that quickly if you're interested or you're going to be left out in the cold. Um, we all know oranges don't do well in the cold. So Sunshine State. Yeah. Pro Wrestling Tees also has another micro brawler up for pre-order. This one's on my end, Adam. Brian Danielson. And he is wearing his trademark, you know, burgundy gear, maroon gear. What do you say, maroon or burgundy? Are you a maroon or a burgundy guy? I think I'm a maroon guy. Yeah. I think I'm burgundy. Well, now we have a problem. Yeah. This show's <laughs> fucking over. Yeah. <laughs> Just hit the power button. And a white shirt. Yeah. Well, that's what he usually wears at it's AEW. True. I it's see true. him in a white shirt all the freaking time. I've seen some people weren't happy about that. Uh Seems like a weird hill to die on, but okay. Um, I, my thing was, and there's there is a chase. Yeah, Blackpool Combat Club. I think it'll, the shirt will maybe just say. I bet BCC, that's you know yes. I bet it'll be um, whatever their shirt. I bet it would be a black shirt with the logo on it and stamped on it or something. Or maybe even they'll stick with the white one and just stamp the BCC on that. Yep, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but either way, that's going to run um, for two weeks. That pre-order it started today runs for two weeks. Cost is nineteen ninety nine, but you can save twenty five percent if you order during their Black Friday sale, which starts tomorrow. Goes for a week. Does it? Or a week or 10 days or something like that, yeah. It's 10 days, yeah. Okay. And um, there's all kinds of stuff. There's Some things are up to 60% oh. off, but the minimum, I think, is 25% off of everything. So, so yeah, Friday and then the Monday after Thanksgiving, probably. Yeah. Or probably that Sunday, actually, really, right? Probably. Maybe 10 days. Either way, right. order yourself a nice dork side of the ring shirt while you're there. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Coliseum Collection Ultimate Series 1 went up for sale on Mattel Creations last Friday. That was the Terry Funk Hulk Hogan wave. Um, Steve Ozer, I'm fighting off a sneeze as we speak. Oh, Steve okay. Ozer from Mattel showed off Series 2. I don't like think he I already saw that. had it in box and everything. Mm. Um, Jake the Snake Roberts and Ravishing Rick Rude. Oh, that's cool. Remember their awesome um, WrestleMania 7? Yeah, blindfold match. We talked about that. <laughs> that's fucking creative, dude. <laughs> the old like point, the crowd cheers. It like was. that's fucking rad. <laughs> I love that idea. Um, so yeah, Jake the Snake and Ravishing Rick Rude. No word yet on when those are going to go up for sale, but I love these Coliseum collections from oh, what great. I've seen. Um, possible leaked lineup for Elite Series One Hundred One. I saw. Um, again, this is all rumor. An innuendo. And, and so much innuendo, <laughs> but a lot of people have gotten these right, and this person's got a lot of these right. So okay. um, Elite Series 101 rumored lineup is Cody Rhodes, Kevin Owens, 
Johnny Knoxville, mm. Mr. America, Hulk Hogan. Oh, wow. Sonia Deville and Ricochet. That's a fun, fun little line. When did he do the Mr. America gimmick? Is that uh, 2000s? Yeah, I know, but um, you know what I'm asking. Doesn't fall under my criteria. Oh, before Cena? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't either. I think he's like an 03 thing leading up to the rock thing. Yeah. Would be my guess, but I'm not 100%. I love when, <laughs> I love when you pull out the phone to look up my <laughs> parameters. <laughs> um, grapplers and gimmicks, Adam. The folks that are bringing us Smoke Train Charles Wright. They have another signee. I heard it's cool. It's very fucking cool. Carlito. Caribbean cool. Um... I don't know the the hand the the artwork, and man, some of these companies are taking a beating over on the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. Yeah, because they're like at this point, like it's a yeah, drawing. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> you know, fucking zombie. It takes forever to put out product, but he's gotten product out. True, and all these other companies, like all we've seen, are a fucking drawing. Besides from Zombie and Chella. Yeah, you know what I mean. Very true. Um, but I did think it was pretty cool because the the drawing on this one shows like he has a open cupped hand, like for an apple. For the apple. So yeah. I'm wondering if it's going to come with an apple accessory. It's I would think so. And I bet you, you know, um, what was the the first ones? I mean, it's Godfather, right? But we can't say that. Smoke train. Smoke train. I'm sure there'll be a cane. Yeah. You know, I don't know if they showed a cane. Glenn but. Jacobs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I like, I want all these things to succeed. What was Virgil? Soul, 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 soul train Jones or soul, soul man Jones. What was it? One of those. <laughs> I'm not sure. So yeah, that's, that's fun. I'll keep up on that. We'll see where that goes. Um, another pair of forever collectible big head bobbles up for pre-order the rock and the ultimate warrior. So now we are at four, four announced right? in the last month. So yeah. here we go. I can't do one a week. Like that ain't <laughs> happening. It's a $200 a month habit. I'm not doing that. Um, both are limited to 222 and the run. Um, and it's going to run you 55 bucks. Both of them have a gold base variant like the undertaker did. Okay. Uh, limited to 72 pieces. I wonder why the Brett never had a, so far variant. they've announced four of them and, all of them have a gold-based variant except for Bret Hart. Okay. Which is kind of weird. That's weird, yeah. And I actually the screw prefer... job continues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bret screwed Bret. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually prefer the non-gold base, to be honest with you, because the the paint looks better, the logo yeah, pops. Yeah, and... throws, throws it off a little when you get the... I mean, if you're a hardcore collector, I guess, you yeah, need it like, or you want dude, it. Dude, if they came up with like a razor, I'd probably get both. Sure. They're gonna come on with a razor, aren't they? I'm with with the list that has I been uh, given so far. I, I would not doubt it. I didn't really care for the the Rock or the Warrior that much. Did you see them? Yeah, I did. Um, and I I, I can't keep up with them anymore. <laughs> it's a fun, I was like, oh, the outstanding. The I, I actually thought it was just. I, I thought they. would announced all four when we talked about it the first time. I didn't no, realize it's just two, another add in two. Yeah, like yesterday is when the first time I saw the rock and the warrior, you know, it's just going to keep coming. I mean, holiday season is creeping dude. That's going to be, it's going to be a lot of stuff coming out. It's all ugly sweaters and bobbleheads, Adam. <laughs> right. Um, new arrivals. You got an update on my, uh, Mr. America thing. 
Uh, May 1st, 2003. Yeah, it's out. Yeah. Um, new arrivals? Uh, I don't have anything. Um, I got the three. The Garganos? Garganos. Pretty cool. In. They're very cool, man. Um, you got the Carnage gear. You got the Tony Stark gear. And you got the Wolverine gear. And, man, they did a great job on all three of these. And, they, you know, they didn't chintz out with any of it. It's all... Aside from that little like um, ring of you know light for the Stark gear mm-hmm. and the little iron, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm actually very surprised they got away with. There's a little tiny like Iron Man mask on on one of his, yeah, um, knee pads. I'm surprised they got away away with that. But those are the only things that are actually printed on. Everything else is like carved in, like we like. Um, tremendous set and the fact that all three of them are in a different pose like way right. fucking cool right um yeah couldn't couldn't be happier with those to be honest with you and then today because last friday i ordered them the coliseum collection so this was ordered off mattel creations last friday at noon wow showed up to my doorstep today that's quick right like, that's fast for anything, almost anything these yeah. days, um, let alone something that, to be honest, I thought I was pre-ordering. I didn't realize these things were ready to go. Yeah. Um, I saw that box and I came down and I was like, what is that? Did he take advantage of the Christmas decorations, a sale they're doing at Shop WWE? <laughs> no, I'm, I do get to get the tree out here pretty soon, Adam. The uh, basement After tree. After Thanksgiving, you savage. Nobody decorates for Thanksgiving, though. Oh, the whole thing is one box. Oh, that's interesting. So we got the uh, the Funker. On one side with the cowboy hat. Beautiful and the red packaging. shirt And the leather chaps. And then the Hogan on the other side with the white. Oh, and you open it up and it looks like the LJN. Like, oh, that looks really cool. These are amazing. This is Hulk Hogan versus Terry Funk on the... On the oh, lip. It's freaking cool, man. What sucks um, yeah, is there's really no uh, no hook oh, to yeah. hang these guys. Look at this. The there's real like a, unpunched. Yeah. <laughs> there's no punch to be had. There's just a really cool, like, thick cardboard Coliseum collection thing in between two figures. So you could use that for, like, fig, fig photography. photography or something because yep. it's kind of like a ring. Um, and then where if, the posters would be in an LJN, there's accessories in there. Oh, I love the the packaging too. It's like that brawler style where you could slide Flip it, it out. out and slide oh, it back it's in. So awesome. That's smart. Swappable heads, swappable hands, head or uh hat branding iron. Oh, this is so cool, you guys. Um I ordered two sets because I think I want to open one and I you know, you never know if you want to just sell one or keep one mock or whatever. Yeah, but, but how would you even know if yeah, open one or not if it's a style, right? Yeah, you would. You really wouldn't. I love that. To just be honest, though, I guess. And you've you seen heard it here first. He ordered two. <laughs> yeah. <I don't> know. <laughs> Guys that claim they they haven't opened it. Oh, they got slaughter on the back, and I sold my other my slaughter to uh, Dylan a while back. He probably made five times off that on a whatnot. You sold your slaughter to Swaggle. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Um, oh, these are cool, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to have these. And these are two LJNs that I don't have either. Um, the white shirt Hogan goes for quite a bit of money. There's a white shirt. I didn't, know there's, shirt. I didn't know there was a white shirt. And both of them go for And the way that they pose them in this package is exactly how he's posed 
as his LJN too, which is nice. really fucking cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, if you guys get a chance, check out the uh, these Ultimate Coliseum figures and you know do a side by side with the LJNs. You just see how cool that line is. I should take a picture of your. Oh, it's so awesome. LJNs to see. See what I need. Yeah. I need a lot. I don't even know if I'm going to continue. To be honest, I just yeah. I like. Well, the then set, I can just go. Well, I know he doesn't have it. Hey, they have this. You want it? Or something? Yeah. I appreciate that, Adam. Yeah, so that's that. Um, I know something that's coming. Probably, I don't know. I I got shipping on it. But it's from a place where the shipping can sometimes take a while, so we'll just have mm. to see how that plays out. Um, so yeah, that's it for me. But that's an exciting one. Those I'm those blown away really by those. Those are so fucking cool, man. The wrestling stew is where we can discuss anything that has hit our wrestling radar since last week. Television, podcast, Twitter. All ingredients are welcome in the wrestling stew. I've never seen a fellow yet when you got the thing properly applied that you couldn't uh, make his eyeballs bloodshot for maybe sometimes five or six weeks or so with the red. What do you want to chat about in the stew, Adam? What ingredients do you want to throw in the stew? Uh, how about that uh, Intercontinental title match? Didn't watch Ray Mysterio versus Gunta. I'd love to hear about it. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you watch it on? Because I didn't. For some reason, SmackDown didn't record for me. I. You can go to like if you just type in SmackDown. Yeah. And then you'll go to episodes. Mm. I think it was up. To, yeah, because I didn't. I don't think I had mine saved either. Weird. But then you. It, SmackDown's a weird one though. I we know. talked about this before. Sometimes it gives me like yeah. Yeah, so, so I, I didn't. Know. I didn't see that, but um, love, love Gunther. It was good. It was. Uh, I think Jake described it perfectly. With you know, it was a David, David. versus Goliath. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Um, I can't believe Ray's still going at such an incredible pace. Too like, yeah. Um, he is just as good as he's ever been. I mean, you know what I mean? I like know. he's just fucking doing all the same shit he was back in WCW when, when I first saw him, you know? And he's almost like, that's like almost 30 years ago at this point. It's bananas. Right. It's just bananas. Um, well, I would like to chat about the, uh, well, you know what? Let's get Deathmatch Jake's recommended match this week. Sure. Um, my goal is to watch these things, but I just didn't get to that one. And honestly, we had a busy, busy day. Oh, we had a, f- the whole week was really busy for me. So, um, and because it was current, like current as in a week ago, I wasn't that. I was like, most people probably, you know, if you're going to watch it, you saw it kind of thing. I don't know. Maybe sure. I'm just, maybe you're just a snob. <laughs> maybe I'm just lying to myself. I don't know. <laughs> Give myself an excuse. <laughs> hey guys, this is Pure Dad. Pure Dad. Thanks for tuning in to Dork Side of the Ring podcast with Matt Marbury and Adam Tellison. And this is your match recommendation for the day. Hello, wrestling fans. We're back with another match recommendation. And this week, we've got quite the bangers. We're going to go back a few years to the Nick Gage Invitational 4, which you can now find on Fight Plus for only $4.99. Quite the freaking value as we're going to the opening contest of that 
tournament with Nick Gage versus Cody Rice versus Matthew Justice. And holy crap, what a way to kick off this tournament. Can't wait to see what Matt and Adam have to say about it. And check me out at Instagram and at Pure Dad. Oh, speaking of that, what a great segue into our weekend, really. Uh, because it ended with some deathmatch wrestling. Sure, sure did. Before we get there, let's, uh, let's, let's just recap the Wisconsin death trip, shall we? Okay. Um, about five and a half hours worth of driving. Yes. 322 miles. Yeah. Two wrestling shows. One haunted town visited. And a haunted Walmart. Too. All in one day. <laughs> yeah, and a haunted Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. We started in the car at like nine in the morning. Yep. Heading north, just like Mike, uh, just like Kevin Bacon in Whitewater <laughs> Summer. We're going north. <laughs> like four people got that reference, if that. Maybe. <laughs> Anyways, we're heading to Kimberly, Wisconsin, just south of Appleton for ACW Wisconsin. The Tanner shows are not numbered. So it's not, you know, our last ACW show was show 49. Okay. Um, and the next show, their anniversary show coming up on December 2nd is ACW 50. 50. Gotcha. Um, but these Tanner shows, I look at them as like a bonus. Yeah. They're always, they always still kind of go with storyline, mm-hmm. but it's always like a wild time. Um, it's just a little different than the Masonic Center shows. Yeah, it is. And I, I enjoy them both. Great venue. Great food. Oh, it's Great always- service. We had a loaded quesadilla, you guys. That was so fucking. That was, I, I told my wife, I'm like, that might be the best quesadilla I've ever had. <laughs> it was so on time, um, but yeah, they did. Um, they did several Survivor Series style matches. You yeah. know, four on four elimination matches. Started with one of those, and those were long matches, yeah. but they didn't seem like it. You know, no. there wasn't much else on the card. There was a couple other matches, but that was the bulk of it. Were those elimination matches? Mm-hmm. Um, we had team, who was it? We had, uh, I'm trying to think of who all we had. It was like team Bogger versus team dread. I think was one of them. Um, it's so weird too, because I think back on it and I'm like, I can't exactly remember who, who won all of these. Yeah. You know, um, there was one that, cause I was, I thought it was going to go the other way, but it ended up being. Um, you know how like sometimes like a whole team will win. Yes. And whoever I called, it was the opposite. Yeah. It was like completely opposite. You're like, <laughs> I was like, Oh, I didn't know. You said, I think way. they're all going to, I think you thought Grace's team was going to be yes. all standing against Salem and it ended up almost being a complete yes, opposite to that. That's right. Dude. It's such a fun time. And I do like that venue. Um, that's where we saw our very first ever ACW show. Yep. Was at that place. Yep. And, you know, speaking with Dylan beforehand, he, you know, he's, he's a busy man on those days. So it's usually like a, hey, guys, thanks for coming. You know, great to see you. You know, he's got to go do some shit. He sat there and chatted with us for yeah. like 15 minutes. We got some time to talk. That was yeah. nice. He uh, filled us in on a guest coming to uh, Water City Con already that he's got locked down. And we definitely will not I'll spill any tea I on will that. Cut the mic right now, uh, not, You know, we've been. That's one of the things I pride myself about. Despite the fact that we have a public forum, mm-hmm. we have never said anything that people wouldn't, you know, don't want us to say. Like if someone sells me something, <laughs> what are you going to say? I was watching uh, Colt Cabana earlier on whatnot, 
Okay. And he said like twice, he's like, yeah, um, you know, it's, oh, it's Conan, you know, the guy that uh, I, t- I told personal stuff to and said, don't say anything about this. And he said it on his podcast. He <laughs> said it twice. Yeah. So I was like, damn, Conan. <laughs> Yeah, not would, us, bro. No, I would never do that because, <laughs> like, of course, hey, not. guess what, dipshit? You do that, you're out, and you're out. Nobody's gonna tell you shit next time. But I will, I will say, I'm very excited for that. Also, I didn't notice he was wearing the uh, two dudes with attitude shirt. Yes, until he I was. Saw pictures later on, I totally would have complimented <laughs> on that. Yeah, it was awesome. You know? Oh, what a great time! Great time. We got out of there about two thirty. And our next show was two, a uh, little over two hours away in Milwaukee, yep. and that started at five o'clock. So we got to kind of get on the horse and ride here. Um, but we pulled in at like four forty-eight or something. Yes. Right? Well, that's because I got a lead foot, but um, kicked ass. Yeah, we got in right away. Walked past the trailer full of barbed wire boards, teddy bears, gusset plates. Yeah. Listening to the Packer game on the way that down. That was awesome. Which you don't do that very often. Listen to the Packer game on the radio. It's, it was kind of awesome. It was. Yeah. You get so used to, you know, watching in 4K somewhere or something, yeah. you know. No, I like listening to Wayne Larry. Oh, yeah, dude. As soon as we turn it on, two interceptions. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was awesome. And then by, by the time we got to La Pica, which... By the way, not in the greatest area. Swaggle was not lying about the size of the place either. Yes. he. Woo! Dylan said uh, that he'd heard, because GCW said they sold out. And I've been hearing, I've never been to a show there. And Dysfunction used to run ICW Milwaukee there frequently. I think he still does from time to time. There's another Fed that's running there in like two weeks. Really? Yeah. When Dysfunction's there too. Uh, for WW. Oh, fourth, fourth wall, wall wrestling. Yes. Um, but like. Dylan's like, I, I, they've sold 95 tickets. And he goes, and you guys are going to be fucking cramped in there. You won line. And I thought like, oh, okay. How cramped could it be? Like 95 people? That's not a lot of people. Holy shit. Yeah. You walk in and um, they, got, they have a big bar. And then they have a room in the back. And I'm not shitting you. It's This is one of those like, they had one of those like little indie rings set up where it's only about a foot off the ground. Yep. And they had one row of chairs around it on three sides. The other side was the entrance. Yeah, so you could walk. (laughs) And then you basically had room for like one or two people to stand behind those chairs. Yeah, that's it. And that's it. That's it. And then we kind of nestled up in the area where like a lot of the production was happening. Kind of right behind Hard Camp. We had to. (laughs) We're we're sitting right behind like Emil and Dave Prezak. We're standing behind them. Yeah. And camera guys got a got a camera on a tripod on a table that I was fucking certain was going to get knocked over. Oh, my over. God. I'm so surprised that thing didn't collapse. They had issues with the ring several times. I felt bad for them. I did, too. They um, It seems like they still did okay as far as time and everything. It looks like they threw on some you know packages while that was happening, and they still kind of got through everything. And yeah. It seemed to kind of work out. Yeah. You know? But, like, a board got you know, over another board or something. something, And they were trying to fuck with that. And like people are running outside to like their truck and grabbing (laughs) hammers and shit. It was was so fun. It honestly, it couldn't have worked out any better where we were. Yeah. I, cause, cause 
we're just next. Sorry, there's act, there's no other place for the wrestlers to go either. Yeah. So like the whole time, like as soon as we got there, like oh, there's Mance Warner just standing there. Yeah. There's Blake Christian. He was just sitting on the pool table behind us after his match. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Lloyd, Jimmy uh, Jordan Lloyd. Oliver, Nick Wayne. <laughs> yeah, it was everybody. Everybody just kind of chilling back there with us. And then at one point, you know, we're all just kind of watching the monitors because we can't quite see what's going on. Right, because everybody's standing because they can't really sit. Fun matches, though. Um, oh, man, it went down. What was the Nick Wayne versus Carlos Romo, who I, I hadn't seen him before. Me neither. He's um, an Italian guy, I think. Okay. Yeah, that was the first time I saw him. I liked him a lot. I thought it was a too. great match. And Nick Wayne, I mean, 17 years old. What a phenom that guy is. Yep. Blake Christian versus Alex Price versus Jordan Oliver. Yep, and, that was uh, good, too. Threat. Blake Christian pulled it off. Yep. Hit like a Spanish fly into a 450 or something. Oh, win. Crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. Sawyer Rack defeated Jimmy Lloyd in oh, a death love match. Sawyer Rack. Oh, she's also behind us, just like bloody as shit the <laughs> entire night afterwards. <laughs> Do you remember that other that guy that was like subtly, not subtly hitting on her? Oh like, my god, yes. <laughs> First overkill. time in Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come here much? Can I buy you a beer? Oh, I'll be right back with that beer. God, he was, yeah, he, so I, much. I feel like he thought he was smooth, but. Yeah, he wasn't. Eh, that's what you get for trying. She got a beer out of it. Yeah. Um, There was a, oh, a skewer spot in that match. Oh, yeah. That and was then, gnarly. Like, Jimmy Lloyd goes through those four <clears throat> chairs that were at ringside all set up. Um, Los Macizos versus Dillinger, Eric Dillinger and. Uh, Dysfunction. Yeah, very cool. Uh, Until the end when that fucking. <laughs> Almost burned the Lapika Lounge to the fucking ground, dude. <laughs> Went for a shining wizard. Cyclope, yeah, he did that. <laughs> he dumps the lighter, lighter fluid on his knee first. So a flaming shining wizard. Yeah, the shiningest wizard, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Goes for that, hits it, and then they go to put him out, and ah, they're having a little trouble. Then next thing you know, like the ref's helping, then piss jug guys dumping the piss jug on Shout it. Shout out too. to Mike. <laughs> Shout out to Mike, piss jug guy. <laughs> yeah. He was down from Detroit. Okay. Um, he had hit up the Nick Age Invitational the day before. Made a weekend of it. Huh? And then hit up, yeah, Lapika for that. <laughs> I don't know how I'm friends with him on Facebook. I didn't I didn't realize I was. And all of a sudden, I was like, well, piss jug guy's on my friends list, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Save the, Always a good Saved dude. us all. <laughs> yeah, he really did. The piss jug saved the day on that one. And then it was, um, after that was... Intermission, so like we oh, were yeah. in the car for a minute. We saw Sawyer Rack being consoled <laughs> by Alec Price. <laughs> is it Alec or Alex? I think it's Alex. Okay. I don't know. It was really funny though. We uh, it's screwed. just like it was gnarly. Like it was such a fun time. John Wayne Murdoch and his kid are sitting back there the whole time. Like this guy's got a Taipei death match in a half yes. hour, and his kid's here, just playing on the tablet. <laughs> Fucked up. It's a weird world, man. But I love life. it. I fucking love it. Um, what else do we see? Oh, that big Joe. Oh yeah, big F and Joe against uh, something Freeman. Hunter Freeman. Hunter Freeman. Yep. Hunter Freeman, who got the win too, which I was he surprised. did the big boot. Big big Joe. You were describing him to me because I hadn't seen him before. Yes, and your description was spot on, dude. <laughs> so if you care, uh, I told Matt that it looks like. Um, one of the members of Right to Censor from the waist up and then from the waist down. It's like Brody Lee was in Right to Censor. He's <laughs> yes, got a very, very Brody go. Lee vibe. Yes, that, great. 
that is a great uh, explanation of his head too. Yeah, um, and then yeah, from the waist down, it's Walter White <laughs> and his tidy whiteies. <laughs> and I'm not certain if it's not a diaper. Oh, actually, I think I was corrected and was told it was a diaper. That is fucking weird. That is wild. Yeah, yeah. That those guys had a great. I mean, showing. I'm not going to tell him to his face. That's weird. No, but big F and Joe is big. Um, I was bummed because I was trying to like chat it up with at least Freeman or something at the bar and stuff, and I was kind of getting the old yeah you know, the cold shoulder. So maybe I'm not big on him. Well, I'll tell you who had a good time at the bar, and that was Manser after after his uh, Taipei death match. Oh, I tweeted that. Holy, he's just shit. sitting there drinking a beer, just covered in blood. I walked by him and he was like taking just like gobs of paper oh, yeah. towel off his head and putting them in a bucket. That's right. The right at the bar. The bartender eventually looks over and doesn't really know what's going on. She's like, why is this guy? Oh, she was like, I am not happy that now I'm dealing with a biohazard instead yeah. of just my normal napkins and beer bottles. Do you remember the uh, picture of the toilet you sent me after? Oh, Man- yeah. <laughs> after Manser went in the bathroom. I went to use the restroom and I'm like, it again, very small place. So a small restroom. One, I'm like, one Ooh, stall's open. So I go in there and I, I'm like, I won't be a dick and piss all over the seat. So I lift up the toilet seat and blood just comes down the Adam other thought he was side in the woman's room. So then I panicked. I'm like, am I in the women's room? <laughs> I like this because it was so packed. I'm like, I might have just walked in. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man, must have been in here cleaning up. <laughs> I have a video. I didn't realize they started battling over towards us by the commentary. And so I'm like taking a video because they're fucking coming over there. And then. I realized that I'm getting video of Mance gigging in the oh, corner, no. so I like avert yeah, my so eyes real go. quick. Pull that away, kayfabe. So I won't, I won't post that. I did send it to Vince Averill. <laughs> He's like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" <laughs> I sent, uh, I just sent the blood splatters in front of us. Yeah, like you said, it looks like Dexter over here. Oh, dude! And then two guys were like, <laughs> "Oh, that's like, what it was." Look at this blood dot. <laughs> yeah, like they're like, analyzing. That's it. when you said, "Fucking Dexter over here is analyzing." Yeah, <laughs> that got a good pop out of Sawyer rocking the group. <laughs> <laughs> I sent that to my folks, and um, one of our buddies is like, I want to come with you. At, let me know next time. Who is that? <laughs> Two box. Oh, yeah, Roman. <laughs> and then my dad was like, holy shit, I saw those uh, those snaps or whatever. He's like, that looked like it was nuts. I had to tell him the whole story. <laughs> my wife's like, once I saw where you guys were at that point, I stopped watching Adam's <laughs> snaps. Because Adam's very active on the Snapchat and stuff. I'm not. Um, so when me and Adam are out at shows and stuff, Kendra will, I don't want to say keep tabs. That's not, uh, no, she, but she, but oh, she can kind of one. follow what, yeah, yeah. what we're doing by what you're posting or whatever. She's like, once you got there, I was fucking, <laughs> she goes, once I saw the snap of him, uh, showing the trailer outside with like the glass tubes and stuff yes. like that, she's like, I'm out. I'm not watching anything <laughs> that this man posts from here on out. A hell of a show. Oh it might have been small, but we had a blast. Cole Radrick and uh, oh, yeah. what's his name in the main event? Sakuda. Uh, uh, Sakuda. That's right. That was a good one, too. Yeah. Big uh, controversy. Is it the King of Rat Shit Mountain or the King of Rack Shit? Rack Shit Mountain. Either or. Or Rad Shit. Or Rad Shit has the third. <laughs> There's been a new development. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, know. It's so much fun. I think all of them work. They do. 100%. <laughs> so, yeah, that was. Uh, and then back home, all in all, like I literally picked Adam up at 9 o'clock in the morning and dropped him off at like 9.08 p.m. Like yeah. it was a day, dude. It was a day. 
Um, we can get into anything else you want to get into. Otherwise, I think we're good on time. Like most people probably watch Dynamite and don't yeah. really give a fuck about it's our It's to go home. Check it out. Um, tonight's to go home. The tonight's to go home. Last night was to go home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that I will say this, that um, Brian versus Sammy, two out of three falls was awesome. Yeah, I loved it. I and loved I the like, dis- disqualification off the bat. I love that too. Brilliant. It's great psychology. Brilliant. Yep. Loved that. Um, sucks that Ethan Page defeated uh, Eddie Kingston, but it took a fucking top rope ego's edge to put him out. The avalanche ego's edge. Shit. Oh, and then Soraya announced that, or Soraya announced. She's good to go. I like that. Completely so, cleared. So full gear, Saturday or Sunday? Saturday night. Saturday night. Um, yeah, check I heard that it's out. all right for fighting. So. That's that's the word. It's gonna be great. Oh, I do want to say this because I want this on the air. I have a very sneaking suspicion that uh, Regal is gonna turn on John Moxley inside mm. of MJF. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Did you did you notice during that in ring promo from Mox that Regal's just kind of like standing behind him, like almost disgustingly looking at Mox. I don't know. There was just something weird about it. He, and the villain makes, sorry, the, is it the gentleman villain? Whatever or something? Is, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whatever he makes podcast. some funny faces anyway. No, he does, but I really smell, I, I, I think can, Blackpool Combat Club is disbanding. I also think Brian Danielson turns heel in that, I don't think he joins Jericho or anything, but that whole like dynamic of the, Brian, Claudio, Jericho, Sammy thing. Yeah. I, I, I think Brian turns heel in that match too. Oh, I love it. I like it. I'm all for it. Oh, oh I also wanted to say, I think uh, the Bucks and Kenny return at full gear too. They, they yes, show that commercial, I think that's, but then they, is that what they're implying? Because they yes. have the gears and shit. I'm not, I'm not sure. actually here. might even be announcing a match tonight, possibly. Damn. Okay. We'll see. But cool. I do. I think that too. Then next week, let's dive into JWA because we've got the Thanksgiving throwdown coming up on the 26th of November. We can name off some matches. Do we still have time? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Because yes. I don't want to Saturday, November 26th. Yes. Next week. It'll be perfect. It'll maybe be the we'll go get home. somebody on. Oh, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe a call the commissioner. There we go. We'll see what we we'll see what we can do. Cool, but yeah, we'll definitely do that. Um, anything else from you, Adam? No, sir. All right then. Survey says another one for the good guys. Bigger than Jesus and bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles and bigger than breast implants. Than Jesus, and bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast implants. Yeah. Bigger than guns, bigger than cigarettes, 